Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Andy. And welcome to another episode of Two Idiots That Don't Know Baseball, Talking Baseball. How you been, Mark? I've been fine, Andy. Uh, Yankees are... Hold on, let me, wait, let me get tissues for you. Hold on. <laughs> Yankees are done, as usual. And how are you holding up, Andy? Uh, you know what? I uh, I usually like to see the Yankees lose, I'm not going to lie. But this year, this year I was actually rooting for them. I wanted to see them do well. Because the Yankees are a likable team. I think Aaron Boone is a likable manager. And I'll be honest with you, Mark, and this isn't, again, we discussed this last week. The Yankee fans haven't been making fun of me like usual. So I don't have that hate that I usually do. <laughs> because we have a one in forever. It's funny you bring up the Yankees being a likable team. I don't like them. Well, and why don't you like them? I just don't think they're a bunch of, I just don't think they're a good core. You know, I hate to compare them to Bernie and Jeter and Mariano. But this core is just, they're not assassins. They're not put together. And it's funny you bring that up because I wrote i wrote down some names that bothered me the whole season. You can't write your own name in, in your parents' I, names. I, I right? can't put my parents. I can't put your name. No. I, I can't put my name. I especially can't, you know, can't put people that I dislike. But this year, Cashman made some last-ditch effort, a last-ditch effort to, to get some bats like Joey Gallo, Anthony Rizzo. I liked Rizzo. I think they should keep Rizzo. Gallo led baseball in all of strikeouts i believed he finishes his batting average was lower than 200 not a good fit they need to how many home runs do you have did you know i think around 38 39 With a 198 average it's 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 horrible uh, like you and i were discussing another steve balboni and with their young core gary sanchez glaber torres the yankees still think that they can get someone of like high quality for torres torres is has been exposed he, he's not there as a shortstop Probably not there as a second baseman. He he needs to find. I think he needs to just join a different organization. Gary Sanchez. They should have got him out while they had it. Uh, Brett Gardner. He's. I think he's older than well, me. Well, the thing with Gardner is that he's a lifelong Yankee, so you give him a pass because he wasn't a huge contract guy, and he's been a lifelong. Again, like I said before, a lifelong Yankee. But they're holding on. And do you ever hold on to something so long, and people are wondering, like, that's why I'm still married. Yeah. <laughs> no, like. You're just when you you have to learn how to cash cash out. It's a it's a famous saying where it's like get while the what is the saying get while the gundarin is gandarin. I I don't know maybe that's it's a family it's, saying. It's, a, it's an old gibberish. Old term. Gabby what was it Gabby Johnson? <laughs> Gabby used to Johnson say that in the Midwest. Yeah. But getting back to the Yankees, Rizzo I like. They should resign uh, resign him. Uh, G but he's going to demand uh, one hell of a contract. Gio Urshela I think he's a stud. I think he'll be an all star on any team. Judge and Stanton, you gotta keep them. You know, not for yeah. not for only their looks, but their bats. Mm -hmm. The uh, Garrett Cole, Montgomery, uh, Severino's need. To, he needs to get over those injuries. Uh, Domingo Herman, his whole situation with his his wife or his ex wife. The off, you know, I don't know if the Yankees are gonna ever. He's ever gonna build rapport or friendship with his teams, and he needs to get some some free agents. And I'm not. Don't be asking for Max Scherzer. Don't be asking for Clayton Kershaw. Don't ask. Don't try to bring Bob Gibson out of retirement. The Yankees always go. Well, do you think they need pitching more? Because a lot of the players you're mentioning are position players. I think they need pitchers. I mean, I think they need pitchers. They were they they were trying to trick us Yankee fans to believing that this was a good core of pitchers that could take us to the playoffs and the and the, you know and then in the in the championship games. No, it was actually the hitters. It was Stanton and Judge who took them to this point where they even got to the wild card. 
and when I watched the wild card against the Red Sox, who are now in the ALDS. ALCS. ALCS, I'm sorry. They won on they, 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 last they, night on a walk-off. Yeah. Kiki Hernandez. Kiki. They beat the Rays, which yes. I don't feel sad for because the Rays beat up on my Yankees. And the, the Rays... It's all, right, it's all right. You can let it out with me here. All right? I, I was trying to hold it back. The Rays have been beaten up on the Yankees for for the last few years. And their contract, their salaries, the the, the team salaries are so disproportionate. disproportionate. Well, it's again, it's the, you know... I mean, we're getting. I'm going to get off topic here a little bit, but the Rays, we, we it's not off topic. But you said how getting rid of somebody, that old Kistu family yeah. saying, getting it gone, yeah, get, get the gunner and where the gunner. Yeah, gone. that thing. The Rays know how to cut ties with somebody at the right time. They don't get attached to players the way. At least it feels in New York we get attached to players. We keep yeah. a player a he, year too long rather than a year too short. And and I have to say to the, my audience, Andy is right. He's still atta- they are attached to Bobby Bonilla. They yeah. are emotionally yeah. and physically wah, wah, wah. and, and con- contractually uh, to Bobby Bonilla. So, but the Rays, the Rays are you know they're they're able to do that and they're able to get guys and they they have this amazing scouting. Of course, but it's frustrating because you. You think that with the money that our big market teams have, that they can invest money into scouting. And the Yankees do a much better job than the Mets do. Much better job. Yeah. But it, I know we're getting off. But I want to stick to the Yankees here. If I was a Mets fan, I mean, if I was a Mets fan, if the Mets were in the wild card playoffs the way the Yankees were, there's no other pitcher I'd rather have, obviously, than DeGrom pitching. And Garrett Cole is your Jacob DeGrom. I thought the Yankees were going to win that game. I did. You had your best pitcher, who's probably, when he's good, the best pitcher in the AL. He is. And you have him on the mound. I remember in 2016 when the Mets went up against Madison Bumgarner and the Giants. Syndergaard pitched a hell of a game, but but Madison was just unbelievable. And that's what you want. The Yankees had everything like they wanted. They just... They couldn't beat the Red Sox team. You have those big game pitchers in MLB, like Kershaw before his his arm died on him, Barmgarner, Garrett Cole, even you know uh, Zach Greinke. Those guys they show up in the playoffs. The I don't entirely blame Garrett, Garrett Cole. The Yankees are dependent too much on him. They need to they need to do they need to take a page out of Tampa's book. The Yankees have two studs in their farm system that I believe is the future. I, I Jason Dominguez, he's an outfielder, 19, 20 years old, young. I don't understand why the Yankees are so scared to bring bring these players up. Like the Seattle Mariners, they bring up their young core players. And the Yankees have one of the top, I believe, 20 players in the minor leagues, Anthony Volpe, who's 19, 20, a uh, shortstop. Where's he from? I think he's from New Jersey. And oh. you were mentioning, like, you know, he's not homegrown. He wasn't born in New York. But, but that's still close enough. Yeah, it's very close. And he's a good hitter, good fielder. The, the Yankees drafted him in the first round. They they need to they need to get away from their mentality of just building – through free agency, through, through, uh, through free agency, well, they need to build up like the Yan- the Mets. I, well, hold on. In fact, well, I don't want. I want to stay with the Yankees for now. You know, as to stay on the Yankees, and I, you know, we talk about a lot of old stuff. We kind of bounce around when we talk. But for those who don't remember the early '90s, well, not even I would say the '80s through '90s Yankees, you had a, an owner in George Steinbrenner, who I remember as a kid, my dad hated him. But then at the end of his life, my dad loved him. And I think a lot of Yankee fans were the same way. 
My point being, when Steinbrenner was always going after the Dave Winfields and the Jesse Barfields, and uh, you know the the high price player and the, the the sexy player, they didn't win. They had a lot of wins, but they didn't win at all. And I don't know if anyone knows Steinbrenner got George Steinbrenner got suspended from MLB for how many years? I for, uh, it was a, just for a few years. So he gets suspended, and they bring in Gene Michael, Stick Michael, Stick Michael, as people might know him, and he was able to rebuild the team with uh, what was his name, Bob Watson? Bob Watson, who was the GM. Yes, and without Steinbrenner's, you know, St Steinbrenner was very impulsive, so he would have traded a guy like Pettit or Jeter or Rivera or Posada. He would have traded those guys for someone that was. 60 at the time probably in his late 20s early 30s that would help him win that year or maybe a year after But we were able to build a core into what you're saying about the Yankees is they unfortunately It's like they have to get to that point where they build a core the the Yankees It's I'm glad you brought up Steinbrenner like Steinbrenner was an interesting character as a kid You know, he was hands-on like any business owner or any millionaire he wants to over. He wanted to oversee his product. He ran a team like you'd run a baseball game, or yes. like if you played football, like Madden, or some other, you know, professional sports game, and you controlled the team. Yeah. That's the way Steinbrenner ran. He wanted someone. He went and got him. Yeah, he didn't. The Steinbrenner when he went over went went after Winfield or Ricky Henderson. The the Steinbrenner family, his son and his daughter took over the team, and the the son tried to get away. He said. In numerous press conferences he is not his father's son he's not he does not want to be like his dad where he's just impulsive he trades and drops people and fires coaches i think steinbrenner fired what billy martin like three to five times yeah it was actually funny fired him hired him hired I, him, I fired actually, him i actually think steinbrenner fired my dad and my <laughs> dad didn't even work for the yankees yeah. and the the thing is steinbrenner for for the yankees to have won Steinbrenner needed to be out of the the game. He needed someone to not have everything invested where it's not going off of emotion. It's going off of just knowledge of the game. And that's why Stick Michael, any true Yankee fan would always know, will always know how those championship teams were built. They're they're built through Stick. They were not built through Steinbrenner. Steinbrenner funded it. But, well, it but that's a big thing, you know, and, and as a Mets fan, I don't I shouldn't even have to say this as a Mets fan because I'm sure there are plenty of other people that know this with teams. At least Steinbrenner was willing to spend the money. And that's a big part of it because the Mets were notoriously cheap. They wouldn't spend the money. I, I remember when the Mets, when I was a kid, who were the owners? Nelson Doubleday. And um, and Jeff Wilpon. Was it Wilpon? I think there was. Uh, but who was no? The GM was Frank Cashin. Yes. All right. So when Doubleday was, as a. As my dad was a Mets fan, so I got a chance to see the Mets in person and on TV. Didn't cheer for them, just, you know, I was always happy for my dad whenever the Mets won. But the Cashin was a good GM. Wilpon wasn't Wilpon himself back then. It was mostly, I had seen Doubleday on TV. He mm -hmm. was the face of the Mets. When those Mets be, were really good, I'm talking like Dwight and Doc and Keith Hernandez well, not uh, the sign Hernandez Keith wasn't a homegrown he, guy he was not a homegrown but, guy but you you can't have a whole team of homegrown players you, hope, yeah. you you grow guys and then you you sign some veteran guys yeah but you see Andy, to guide them the thing is if you ask me right now to name the 88 Mets uh, and the 
88 Yankees. I'm probably guessing I can name more Mets than Yankees, yeah. which is crazy because you had guys like Kevin McReynolds, who I loved, you know. Hojo. Hojo. Tim Tuffle loved, you know, Shuffle. Tuffle, Tuffle Shuffle. Shuffle. The, the Mets were, they were a bunch of characters. Wally Backman, you know, Gary Carter, one of the I, one of the best hitting catchers in the game. The, but the the management was run very efficient. They looked the other way because there was no social media when Doc and Darrell were. Well, I wasn't you know, just that. Was a lot of the team yeah. was. But you know what? I was talking with somebody the other day comparing those Mets to, say, Guns N' Roses in Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. But no, you know what it is? Is that you could say all all three of those entities should have been more what they actually they should have been more than what they actually did. But what made them great was what made them bad. I actually I think that Charlie Sheen was their backup catcher <laughs> on the '88 Mets. No, no, he was on the Indians. No, he was a pitcher. He, that was Ricky Wilder. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, because I remembered. I could swear I remembered. Even Doc and Daryl told Charlie Sheen, "Hey, you got to slow down, guy." You know. And it's crazy. Yeah. If Doc and Daryl told you to slow down, you knew something was up. Yeah. Uh, but Andy mentioned Major League. Great, great movie. Um, but getting back to the Yankees, the season is over. This, the season is over, and I hope that they, they build throughout the the season is You're right there. You, you're right there, man. Nah, I'm trying to collect. Oh, let me, I'm, I'm I'm try, try, I got to wind them up again. He's like just, stuttering. It's hard for me to say the season's over because the season isn't over for MLB. It's the season's over for the Yankees. Well, it's tough as a New York fan because the Giants and Jets are terrible. But you got to hope the Knicks do something. I love, I love what I see out of the Giants and Dodgers playoff. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, the, yes, they signed Mookie Betts. They've signed Max. What they traded they traded for Betts for, yeah, traded for they, Betts, they Scherzer. But the Giants, I love. Andy, I love what the Giants are doing. And the Giants, they've they managed to always build a core against Buster, around Buster Posey. Mm-hmm. This catcher, he is he. I'm not going to argue with anyone, but I think he's going to be a first ballot Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. The Giants organization have, uh, and who was the GM back then? Do you remember who the GM of those championship teams were? Brian Sabian came through what organization, Andy? The New York Yankees organization. Mm-hmm. They, Bob Watson, Gene Michael, they lost them. They lost them. They lost, I think, Dave Rigetti in those championships. Mm-hmm. Dave Rigetti, who, which, who was the pitching coach. Roberto Ke- uh, Roberto Kelly, who was the outfielder. He was the hitting coach. Kind of surprising that the San Francisco Giants are winning World Series with the two guys who didn't win rings. Funny thing, right? So you see this guy over here talking about the Giants, and he's, and he's saying it in a way to praise the Giants, but also to kind of – Praise the Yankees that these guys came out of the Yankees <laughs> yes. organization. Yes. But you know what? You know those 96 Yankees? Do you know almost everybody on that coaching staff came through what organization? The, oh, the New York Mets. The Mets. Oh, well, yes. yeah, but yeah, you don't hear Mark sitting there praising the Mets Who, uh, for the Yankees championships, right? Willie Randolph? Willie Randolph was was he was he the second base? Uh, he was. He the reti- I think he retired off the Mets, but he wasn't any but he good. Was, wasn't he the first base coach or the third base coach? What? Willie Randolph, one of those championship teams with Will- the Yankees. He was yeah. a bench coach. He was he was one of those coaches. Like, he he didn't get a ring with the with the Mets, but he got a ring with the Yankees. So last week we were, you know we had touched on managerial and and you know uh, what would you call it executive changes. changes within the MLB. So Mark over here, um, you know, you know the problem with, when you have a friend like Mark is, is you never know when he's just like 
you know, messing with you. Like, like he, he, he almost like sets you up to knock you down. You know what I mean? That's what Mark does. He'll say something nice and you feel like, oh man, Mark's really being good to me or, or I agree with Mark. And then, but he's doing it because he knows that it's going to be even funnier the higher you fall. You know, like it ain't funny when you fall and you're standing on the ground. It's funny when you're 20 stories up. <laughs> so Theo Epstein, Theo Epstein had a conversation with Steve Cohen, which was actually shorter than this show we're doing right now. And uh, they agreed to disagree. And uh, that was it. That's it. <laughs> Theo Epstein is, I told Andy, Theo Epstein is the, the hottest girl in the room. Everybody wants him. They can't afford him. They can't attract, they can't give him a good sales pitch. Where do the Mets go from here? There's all their GMs out there. They need to start looking for someone who doesn't have a drinking record. Drive, uh, as you said, it's he's not not found guilty. Not gonna say his name. Maybe makes better decisions. Makes better decisions. Before I forget, Andy, this is this is totally off the subject. I was watching. Do you watch Barstools? Do you watch no, Barstool Sports? No, I do not. They're huge. Dave Portnoy walks around. Gets yes, all I've, heard, I've heard interviews with him before. So I was watching TV the other night. Have you seen uh, Eight Men Out with John Cusack? Good, good movie. Yes, Tells, about the, uh, the Black Sox. Yeah, the 1919 Black Sox. So John Cusack was online. Y yes, at yes. the White Sox game. He was at the White Sox game. So he's at. So this is where Andy. This is where Andy and I. There's a point to this story. I don't know what it is, but yeah, <laughs> let's keep going. Let's hear it. So this barstool Chicago personality goes up, kind of rips him, says, you can't cheer for the White Sox because you're a Cubs fan. I don't know where that rule started. I don't even know if that is a rule. But when I was looking at this clip, I don't hate today's generation, Andy. I just have a problem where they forget the past. They don't know the past. So here's this personality from Chicago. Goes up John Cusack, kind of tells him you can't cheer. He seems to forget that John Cusack is a huge baseball fan. That's number one. He's like Kevin Costner. I think he might be bigger than Kevin Costner. He played Buck Weaver on the Chicago White Sox in that movie. He wanted to be a part of that movie. And what happens? He gets belittled. So here's a guy who's from Chicago. The Chicago White Sox and the Cubs have won World Series. They, I believe they've won more World Series in the last 10 years than the Yankees and the Mets combined. Mm -hmm. So they're obviously doing something right. I just I know he's off the subject, but I just wanted to bring that up. Here's a person who portrayed, acted. Hold on, I just woke up. What were you saying? I'm is just this, saying. Is there a point to the story? It was just it was just a side note. When we were talking about managers, and I, I it just it bothered me. I was like, I got to get it off. Got to get it off. I, do, I you know. So what? John Cusack, great actor. I agree with you on this. I do. I, that guy was just trolling him to to just. To get, he, he started a story to, to get talk something. about it. It was nonsense. You know, even if Cusack was a diehard Cubs fan, why can't he go to a game and see playoff baseball? Yeah, why I'm can't? a big Mets fan, right? If the Yankees are playing the Red Sox at Yankee Stadium, and Mark here has an extra ticket and he invites me. Now, listen, I'm not going to go in, Mets, in my Mets colors. I think it's stupid. I, I can't stand when I go to like a, uh, a Mets-Pirates game and there's some jerk there with a Padres hat on or a Dodgers hat mm. on. If you're not rooting for the Pirates, you're not rooting for the Mets... Go neutral. It's I'd rather go neutral. I'd rather go to a baseball game and see someone wear a football jersey. Yes, it's, and I so for Cusack for you know again I don't know who I don't know anything about Cusack other than what I've seen him on the. He was in the, Sixteen Candles. Yeah, no, I mean I I know his, I don't know him personally. I don't know anything about if he's married kids. I don't know anything about that. But the guy's just at a game as a fan, and you're sitting there harassing him. 
You know, and I don't mean in an unlawful manner. I mean in the annoying douchebag manner. Busting his chops. So for no you're reason. a douche, and you get treated like a douche, and then you're gonna somehow make a story out of it, John. I'm sure I don't agree with you on everything, but I agree with you with on on, on you going back at that guy. You know, and listen, the guy just he might be a good dude, just trying to get a story. But he was kind of douchey there, so it, it, it was that was just completely off the subject. Yeah, uh, I love John Cusack. Just wanted to mention it because I'm a baseball fan, and it got it got under my skin just watching a young guy approaching a baseball fan, telling him what he can do and what he can't. Yeah. Do. Another subject I want to I want to bring into. So, have you been watching a little bit of the Astros White Sox playoff yes. series? So the Astros are leading two to one. Astros might win the series. And the White Sox accused Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker, who has not the cleanest record as a manager, of sign stealing. And that's kind of funny how so, the Astros have been accused of everything. Well, let me ask you this, right? It's been proven that they did it. Proven. Beltran, who was, for, a, was the only player to actually face any type of sanctioning for it, even though he, he wasn't a player. He was a, he was a scapegoat. They they wanted they cruci- crucified him. Well, Cora was a was a manager suspended for a whole year, but now he's back in the AL. Hinch CS. suspended, right? But he's back with Detroit. Detroit. So you know, and I and I, I was, every reba- everybody rebounded except for Beltran. Beltran. And I'm reading, you know, I was reading the story, and I'm thinking it's kind of annoying that this pitcher is accusing them of doing this. Do I think they're doing it? I don't think so. I think they were a talented team. It's kind of like Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Did the steroids help him out? Yes. But, you know, whether you agree with me or not, in my opinion, Bonds was still a great hitter and Clemens was still a great pitcher. I don't I don't this think team bon- was still great. I don't think Bonds did steroids. I just think he just changed his diet. What man in their late 30s can't change their diet, add 50 pounds more muscle? You're right. And, and mean, bat speed and have his numbers incredibly go up after 35. I went to my doctor. He thought I was crazy. And I said, no. I said, Barry Bonds is his doctor. Has the vitamins yeah. to get me 50 Conti, more right? Conti. And... Flaxseed oil, I think, is weird. weird. It's weird. Conti actually went to prison for giving the poor guy just a better diet. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess Barry Bonds was so hurt that uh, people accused him of steroids that he stopped his diet, and now he's actually down to his regular weight. Just kind of weird. And no one is yet to vote him. He's not going into the Hall of Fame. Well, 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 back to the Astros. We're getting so no, no. Get back to Dusty Baker. I want to. So I, I, I don't. Do I think they're sign stealing? No, but I also understand how other teams are going to go at them like that. I mean, they they did it to themselves by doing what they did that season. Yeah, and you know, it's 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 weird. It's like you know, say you got a guy that commits a crime, and he's and and he's he's admitted it. And he and he took his his took it on the chin. Paid his dues. He paid his dues, right? He paid his debt to society. He understands that he's wrong. You know, is it now everybody else's responsibility to you know accommodate that person and forgive them for what's going on, or do they still have to understand that you're going to have people? Yes, you know. I just I, I think they I think that the guy with the white socks. Does he have a right to say what he wants to say? Yeah, he does. Did Houston bring it upon themselves? Yeah, they did. But 
Dusty Baker wasn't the manager then. And I, I, you know, I, I do I think they're doing it? No, but I also understand why the, this guy would say what he said. See, but Andy, I'm going to ask you a question. Who Do you remember who the head coach or the manager of the San Francisco Giants was for Barry Bonds? Dusty who, Baker. Who pampered him. Dusty. Who let, who, yeah, Dusty Baker, who pampered him, let him do anything he wanted to. Let him, you know, hide his diet from the rest of us. He's a wholesome, organic diet. A diet of, you know, calcium, um, A, B, All natural C, testosterone. Testosterone. Dusty Baker always looked the other way. I I always wondered if Dusty Baker had a neck problem because he, ne- he never, he always looked the other way. Now, <laughs> I like that. I now, like that. now, Dusty Baker is saying, whoa, 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 you're accusing me of cheating. He had, that guy had the number one cheater in all of sports, Barry Bonds. I know there's some Bonds fans out there, but I still think Barry Bonds could have been a Hall of Famer if he didn't go on that diet. Yes, I agree with you 100%. He was something so special. He was Ken Griffey before Ken Griffey. And unfortunately, and he was actually Ken Griffey because Griffey got hurt a lot. Yes, Bonds yeah. did not get hurt like Griffey I mean, did. It, it's that it's that orange and tangerines and you know flaxseed oil cantaloupe diet. The clear, but, but that was my point. Just talking about Dusty Baker. I'm not a big fan of Dusty Baker because of him ruining pitchers' careers. He's, what do you mean? He's been the manager of, and right now, it you know, there's been pitchers that have pitched for Dusty Baker where he prolongs their innings. He he doesn't. That that's a guy who never believed in a pitch count. Never. He was. I believe he was the manager for the Nationals. Um, he kind of burnt out. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Steven Strasburg's arm. He was the manager when that happened. Yeah, he was. He was well burnt it out. Not not totally killed Strasburg. But remember, we're two idiots that don't know baseball. Talking baseball. Yeah, you got a point. He was also the manager of the Reds. I forgot what pitcher he hurt. Manager of the the Giants. He was the Cubs. But he Cubs, was. Oh yes, yes, Cubs. He was. I believe he was the manager for Mark Pryor and Kerry Wood. Those guys. I I tell Andy. If there was two pitchers that should should be like I thought was gonna be amazing were those two pitchers. Pryor he had Pryor some, lasted a season, I think. Pryor had some nasty stuff. Mark Pryor, Kerry Wood had some uh, I think Kerry Wood had He set a record. He had he three was, twenty game strikeouts in a row. Yeah, I remember the, the I was guy, in high school or was, junior high school the guy, when that happened. The guy was just he was nasty. He had some nasty pitches. But getting back to my point, uh, I don't think I had a point, but I think I don't care who wins out of that. I would like to see, if the worst comes to worst, I would like to see the Red Sox versus the Astros. Yeah, also, you know what? Uh, let's get into that because I was going to kind of bust your chops on two, that. Two teams that I hate. Two How te- do you feel, yes, about having those two teams battle it out? You know what, Andy? It's like watching a movie with Jennifer Lopez and Meryl Streep. Two actresses that I don't like their work. I'll just say it. They're not good actresses. And it's like being forced to watch a movie with those two as lead characters. Someone, Someone's going to take over the movie. Is it Meryl Streep or Jennifer Lopez? You seem to me like a Meryl Streep kind of guy. I'm more of a Meryl Streep guy. I'm not a big... I'm not J-Lo from the Bronx. Isn't she like a, an award-winning actress? She's Meryl Streep. She's the self... Everybody has proclaimed her the world's greatest actress. I've watched all... I've watched a few I believe movies. I believe it's actually female actor now. Actor. Because uh, I don't I think actress don't, don't is outdated anyone. and I think it's 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 offensive. It's offensive. Yeah. 
but I mean, not to me, but I'm sure there's someone on the planet. Who yes, actually, the when they present the uh, Academy Award or whatever they call the Oscar, I don't know. I agree with you, man. I don't watch any of that They're, stuff. The Oscars are not going to have a head or any genitalia. It's just going to be a stick, and it's going to say. But that's the, offensive to round people. To round people, it is. It is, and to some anorexic people. But that's yes. a trophy. But getting back to my point, I can't watch. It's unwatchable. It, it's like. Watching those two teams play? You watch those well, two teams. Well, let me ask you something. Who do you hate more? Who would you rather see go to the World Series? I'd rather less? see the Red Sox go to the World Series. I'd rather see because the Red Sox have won World Series. The Astros have won a World Series. But now the one team that I despise recently are the Astros. It's just a flavor of the month. The Astros, I feel, they gypped the Yankees in 2017. Jose Altuve. Now, look, they paid their dues. Uh, none of the players were punished. They rebounded, and now look, they might beat the White Sox and going into the ALCS against the Red Sox. Well, you got what? You got tonight. You have the Dodgers, Giants, Dodgers, Giants, and the, the Braves, Brewers. Brewers. The Brewers are up two games to one. I believe the Giants the, are up two games to one, right? Yes. So the Braves and the Brewers, uh, it's like it's I, I I forget I forget that they're even playing. I, I was just like, who are these two teams? In? Yeah. It, it's like I was like, oh, I forgot to pick up the milk. It, and I was with the, the Braves and the Brewers, but we'll talk about this in the next episode of uh, Two Idiots That Don't Know Baseball. Talking, Talking baseball. baseball. Thanks for joining us on this episode.